This episode of the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast is brought to you by the Fun Astrology 101 course. If you'd like to learn the language of astrology in a fun and easy way, go to funastrology.com and check out the 101 course. It's right there on the homepage. Welcome to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller along with Robert Glasscock, and we have a great listener question that comes up a lot. I get them. I know Robert gets them. Here is Alyssa. Hi, Thomas and Robert. This is Alyssa. I had a question about the cusps of the houses. Um, We keep talking about this sign being on the cusp of this house. And um, for my chart, my ninth house starts at about 26, 27 degrees Aquarius. So I've always thought of my ninth house being Pisces because most of it is in Pisces. But should I be thinking about my ninth house being in Aquarius instead? For example, when I'm thinking about these um, past lives in the ninth and 12th houses that we were just talking about on the the recent episode, Um, if you could give me some clarification, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Alyssa, thank you for a great question. This does come up a lot. You can solve it. One thing is put your chart into whole sign, and then it's done, right? You don't deal with this anymore. But just about all the other house systems, including the one that Robert uses, the equal house system which we did a, one of our first two or three podcasts, is on why he uses the Equal House system. If you haven't heard that episode, you might want to go back and listen to that before you continue here. But this is why he chose to use that house system. We're not going to cover that here. We're going to address Alyssa's question. Robert, what about the cusps in these various house systems? It's such a great question, and it's a very common one. It's an important one. You know, anybody who's studied with me, including you, Thomas, knows that my mantra is make something out of everything you see. So make something out of your ninth cusp being at 27 Aquarius. That means something. The bulk of her ninth house will be in Pisces, but the gateway to the ninth house, the entry to all ninth house matters for her chart is through Aquarius. So for example, if you were, if she had a question that pertained to the ninth house, even though the bulk of the house contains the sign of Pisces, the house is still ruled by Aquarius. So you would then take the ruler of Aquarius and it has two, it has an ancient Chaldean ruler, which is Saturn, And it has a contemporary collective ruler, which is uh, Uranus. But the ruler of her ninth house will be Saturn in whatever sign that it is in, so that all ninth house matters, all of them, are ruled by Aquarius and Saturn, and secondarily by Uranus and Aquarius. But if you look at the fact that the bulk of Pisces is in her ninth house, it will still bring to ninth house matters all of those Piscean layers and archetypes. I tend to think of the signs as being script archetypes. They're almost stories to me. And the sign on a particular house cusp at the moment that you're born is a sign that conditions you to look at all matters related to that house through the lens of the sign that is on the cusp or through the scripting of the sign that is on that cusp. So she will have, just simply because she has Aquarius on the ninth house cusp, she will tend all of her life to be drawn to unconventional 
envelope pushing beyond the boundary interests things like astrology and metaphysics also maybe the internet and computers or computer science psychology human psychology humanity itself big ecological concerns or uh, political concerns but she's got a totally individualistic take on all of this because she's looking to see where she plugs into the collective through philosophy, religion, higher education, maybe preparation for a career, all of those things. But it's an unconventional overall approach to her life. So her interests will always be different from the people around her. And she'll tend to be a little more progressive and advanced in her thinking, a little more open to all those areas. Whereas with Pisces, if it were... Well, let's say Pisces in the ninth, the bulk of her ninth house gives her this emotional ability to connect with things like astrology. Astrologers can tend to be very intellectual, as we all know, Thomas, you're not, but uh, the water sign element added to astrology gives the astrologer more compassion, more understanding, more empathy into people, as opposed to some dry kind of clinical and detached reading. So she's got the best of both worlds up there. But she will tend to have a lifetime where she explores all of those things, including religions and philosophies and metaphysics and spiritual disciplines and groups that uh, espouse those things in order to find her own unique connection with the all that is. And in terms of past lives, it's the same thing. Her past life, her most meaningful one in terms of this life, will be ruled by Aquarius and Uranus in her chart, and its aspects and placements and so on. Great question, though. And great points. Let's take a structural step back for a second and talk about what happens around that line between one sign and another or between one house and another, because that's a amplification point in the chart of sorts, isn't it? So another thing to keep in mind here is that anything going on around that line is going to be amplified. All right. So, for example, she has 27 degrees Aquarius on her ninth cusp. So, you know that around age three, an event in her life changed her whole life direction in the sense it could have been a move or a relocation to a completely different environment. It could have been the birth of a sibling that totally changed her environment. But it's more likely to have been either a move or a relocation or a, a long trip that she took around age three that changed her, her her life. She could also, around about age three, have been introduced to her first pet and that evoked all of the Piscean undertones of her love for animals, her love for their lives, and by extension, as she grows up, her, her love and awareness of the environment and people in it, her awareness of people and animals who are sick or need rescuing or need help. So around about age three, and it could have been as well, uh, the loss of... Uh, a sibling, for example, if her mother may have had a miscarriage, for example, or a sibling might have been very sick, not necessarily died, but around that early age of three, because that's when she, her capacity to seek these 
philosophies and and religions and teachings that have to do with compassion and helping and healing and possibly even the arts all began to awaken around age three. I want to ask you on that, why is it there? Why are you picking up three and not 27? Because she said she had it at 27 degrees, right? Because, yeah, but but the 27 degrees Aquarius is three degrees away from moving into Pisces. So at age three, symbolically, this is harmonics, at age three, symbolically, her ninth cusp changed from 27 Aquarius to zero degrees Pisces. And if you take one degree for a year in the solar arc formula, basically, then for the next 30 years, so from three to 33, this whole ninth house side of her life would have been ruled by Pisces, which means those were the years where she was really exploring all of these things and maybe exploring some of the arts as well, music and dance and so on, but exploring religions, what she was being taught, exploring uh, getting into school and getting into a higher education, especially from, say, uh, middle school on up and, and in high school especially. That whole Piscean archetype in her would have been prevalent in her life as she explored up through about age 33, where the Pisces then would move into Aries. And at 33, she would have a completely new start in her life based on the previous, say, 30 years of this sort of Piscean putting it all together. And in terms of how she can be of service to either organizations or businesses or people or institutions and her community. And then at age 33, she her whole life takes on a new direction. And that could, of course, by, I don't know her chart at all, but for example, it could have been a marriage around 33 that changed her, her life direction. But that's how these archetypes and scriptings work. So she's scripted from birth to be very Aquarian about all ninth house matters, including higher education which may have been interrupted or terminated early, could have been. Uh, it depends because I don't know the rest of her chart. But that's how the scripts, the signs on these cusps work. They suggest stories and scripts and uh, different kinds of events that affect that area of life. And that's just simply by conditioning. And if you explore those and think about what they mean, uh, then you begin to get some other insights and you realize, hmm, I can change this by my understanding of this archetype on a deeper level. So, for example, she will absolutely have Piscean talents. She's born with the intellectual talents, but she will develop the Piscean talents that she, from age three on up through 33 so that her philosophy about life, in fact, will become very Piscean during those those years of exploration, and she'll begin to uncover hypocrisies in certain things she's being told or lies that she's being told about certain areas, and she'll be discover truths about herself. And as she reads and explores online about religions and philosophy and psychology and metaphysics and astrology and so on, she keeps learning more and more about herself and other people, which enhances her whole orientation. It gives her back her emotional connection to life because something around age three, 
uh, sudden probably and fairly dramatic may have made her d- detach a little bit just just to preserve her own sense of security. Uh, there may have been some upsetting experiences in her life around that age, for example, that were hard to take emotionally, but that simultaneously awakened her to the fact that, hmm, People die. Things change. Uh, Not everything is permanent. What does that mean? And she had a very early awareness of that in her life, which can contribute a kind of restlessness, at least in her mind, and tremendous curiosity about the higher, deeper meanings of things and how to, to translate those into doing good for people, helping people, healing people, teaching people. So that's how these things kind of work. Each sign tells a different story on each house cusp. Hers is at 27 degrees. So obviously, if she has planets at 26, 27, even 28, those are going to be more activated, aren't they? That's right. That's exactly right. Anything in that same harmonic. And the aspects. And and also, as as you pointed out, the age of 27 will also be significant. And multipliers of that, too, right? Mm-hmm. And multiplies. So the age of 54. Or divided by two or divided mm-hmm. by four. But around about age 27, because she has 27 degrees of Aquarius on the night, she was probably, probably introduced to or discovered on her own a book or a, a teaching or a philosophy or even a kind of psychology or possibly even astrology around that age. But she was ripe at age 27 for a sort of uh, philosophical breakthrough in, in her overall outlook on life. What about another ninth house characteristic of international travel? Well, because that house rules all that, and she has Aquarius up there, which is air travel, and Pisces, which is sea travel or water. But Pisces is is the, the international sign, so it increases the likelihood that she will have international contacts, certainly over the internet, but also she may have a lot of travel in her life in connection with uh, this search that she's on for the meaning of life, that can draw her to places like Machu Picchu or to Egypt to see the ancient pyramids or anywhere. Uh, But there can be, even if she doesn't travel externally all that much, she will travel internally. She'll watch documentaries and read about these kinds of things in these foreign lands and these so-called foreign philosophies or foreign religions. And all of those areas will tend to be fascinating to her and enriching. She'll get something from every single thing that she studies along those lines. And frankly, she may well have her own, how you say, psychic gifts she can be very intuitive and would make a wonderful psychologist or an astrological counselor among other things but she would have gifts along those lines as well all from one little question <laughs> from thank one little, that's right, that's right. That's thank you exactly so much right. for this this has been great Alyssa. i hope that helps you have heard from the master robert glasscock and all the information on how to contact him is in the show notes. How to get a hold of us is there as well. Our Discord channel where the conversation continues on. Our YouTube channel where we have our own playlist now for Old Soul, New Soul. So you can go back and listen to all the episodes on YouTube if you would like to. 
and there's more in there as well. Thank you for listening. Hope you'll join us next time on the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock.